Welcome to Content 12. This is Andrew Lang, and you have reached episode eight. And think about, think about this first, let's call it the first album of Content 12. We reached song eight, and I uh, bring it up like that because on this initial, as, as I crack into this podcast world, something I will not be stopping anytime soon, uh, my, my thoughts are that uh, this is the first album. And we got some good things out, but as we move forward in this project, it's going to be uh, we're going to touch on some different things in some different ways. It would all be around uh, the, the power of getting up in front of your people, but um, there, there, there might be some more leadership things in there. So listen, this is this is uh, the end, last track on the first album of Content Twelve, and. Um, I appreciate you being along for the journey. Today, I want to talk about the power of the spoken word. That's right. And I'm not necessarily talking about some poems or something that you might associate when somebody says a spoken word, even though, man, they're, they're powerful as heck. And uh, poetry is amazing, by the way. This is about, and listen, the, the, the audience, that if you're going to get up in, in, in front of talk to somebody, this is really going to be for sales folks. I gave this speech one time probably for 150 salespeople. And uh, this also can double, though, as a message for you, the leader, uh, because I believe it's very, very important. The spoken word is, is so darn important. And so this message is for you, too. And so the, the, the ill that I was trying to cure at the time is when you're, when you're a salesperson, uh, I don't care if you're the best salesperson that there is, when you do something over and over and over and over again, day after day, you're going to go through ruts. You're going to get lazy sometimes. You're going to get, you're going to, you're going to cut some corners. And a lot of times, those corners are cut because of the words that we use or stop using. We were going through that at the time, and so I needed to cure it. I didn't know what I was going to do, uh, but I know how powerful words are. And we get when, when we get lazy with them, then the results start to. Uh, to wane, and, and they're not uh, the results we want, but we're not quite sure why. We're doing the same thing we've been doing for a long time, but you're really not because we're not crafting the words the right way. And so what I did was I got everybody in, in, in a room and I said, and, and we're, you know, where I was at at the time was in the Detroit area. And uh, so this was, this was important because this is really about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, the, the speech in, in front of the Washington Monument on, um, on the 28th of August, 1963. So I got everybody in a room and I said, I want to talk to you about Dr. Martin Luther King and I want to talk to you about a speech that's really important to me and hopefully it rings true to some of your ears, but it's not the speech that you're thinking of right now. I'm thinking about the one that happened a couple months prior to that, right down Woodward here in Detroit, it ended up at Cobo Hall and in front of 100,000 people, well, the march was 100,000 people. It was the largest um, uh, civil rights um, um, march to date in history at the time. And um, it ended up down the street at Cobo Hall, and he, and he gave the speech. Uh, it altered a few things, obviously, but it was his first crack at it. And I, and I think it's really important because one thing that we stop doing sometimes when we're good at something or we've been doing it for a long time is we stop preparing. We don't think we need to prepare because we do this all the time and that's not the truth. Preparation is so, so, so important, especially when you're getting up in front of a group 
However, if you're getting up in front of your client on a sales call, it is still immensely important because the way you craft the words, uh, the words that you say are, are going to really determine many times the success that you have. And uh, if that client, you're going to be able to get that client into your family and be able to help them like you've helped so many others. So, so that being the case, let's talk about the speech. And we'll talk about the one at the Washington Monument where there was 250,000 people. And you may be saying to me, listen, Lang, I'm not Dr. Martin Luther King and I'm not talking in front of 250,000 people. And that's right. Uh, but you know what? Each one of those people showed up and made a decision that day to brush their teeth and get on a bus or uh, find a way there somehow individually. They all individually made those decisions. And so even though you're not going to be talking to 250,000 people today, you're talking to potentially one of them. And so that's how the world changes. The the world changes uh, not by just hoping 250,000 people show up and you can kill them with some words. No, you've got to get them to show up. And uh, these conversations, they start in homes, in churches, in schools. Uh, That's where they begin. And here's the interesting part. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King was not the first person to say these words, say the words that he said. They They were probably handled by pastors and reverends and um, different leaders throughout um, throughout the community and professors. Uh, um, there were people that said these words before him, but not the way that he crafted it. He took something. This is why this is so important. He took something that always was, and he stopped it in its tracks in one afternoon. He stopped it. Always was. For, from 1492, the year, always was. He checked it up and stopped it in his tracks. I, we didn't solve it that day as we still go through challenges and you'll go through challenges when, when we're dealing with human beings. However, he changed the trajectory of it forever. And um, to me, it was the most powerful speech ever given. Now there's some immensely powerful ones and I'm sure I don't even know all the ones that were given. And so maybe it's not even important for me to say that. However, I bring that up to, to this group because the words that we say and how we craft them and how we prepare to to say them are going to be everything about how the listener reacts. And on that day, on that day, it was all about uh, the words that he used and how he spoke them allowed the entire nation to hear it. There were only 250,000 people in, in that area, but the whole world heard it because of the way he crafted his words. And so the next time you're on the phone with one person and you want to change something, change the way whatever it is your your business is, whatever your selling is, because the more people that come with you, if you have a great company, they'll be better for it, right? And one by one, you can change the world. Or maybe that's euphoria and I get it. Utopia, I get it, I'm sorry. Um, however, it's, it's so very important that you understand that the preparation and the words that you say are really going to be everything. And um, it's evident, it's evident uh, that he, uh, listen, he, he had different variations of that speech. He gave it in Detroit, he gave it in Jersey beforehand, before he uh, went to Washington and did it. He had, 
He had different things written down and, and word is he, he wasn't even sure what he was gonna say once he got up, the night before he got up in front of everybody. And so that happens. Even when you prepare, that happens. But here's the reason why preparing is so important. Preparing allows you to maneuver while you are in the moment with confidence. It really does. If it's the first time that you're running this through and you have a big audience or even your team that you want to get a point across, man, you're going to lose track or get bumped off track and you're going to start um, going off on a tangent because you haven't run it through a few times. Even if you run it through three or four times and it's not very good, so what? At least you have some reps in so that when you're in the moment, man, oh man, are you going to be ready to be able to hit a speed bump and keep on going because you'll have some things to grab onto. So, so important. So really, what I want this group to understand is what I'm listening to on the phone, the words that we're using are not great words. They're not greatness. They're not going to inspire uh, 250,000 people. They're not going to inspire one person right now to move forward with you. So we need to make sure that we go back, prepare, and really think about and craft the words that we want to say, that we believe in our heart. That's how you influence and persuade somebody. That's how you influence and persuade somebody uh, face-to-face or on a sales call. And that's also, as a leader, how you get up and, and influence and persuade the group that you're working with because you're prepared and you use the right words. History will tell us. And uh, again, that one speech, that one day changed the way the world is. We don't need to do that on our sales call. We just need to change one family at a time. That's it. And the more you do that, the more successful you, this company will be. And so, listen, that's the, that was the, 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 gen, the, the genesis of the, of the speech. And I think it went over pretty well. Something I still remember to this day. And so I wanted to share it with each and everybody here. Um, the tip that I'm going to give is, um, is really how I prepare. The leadership tip, we'll call it, how, is how I prepare for a speech. And I'm going to run it down for you. Here's the first thing. When you're going to write a speech out, you write it out every word. Just like you're writing a book. Every single word, get a, get a piece of paper, and I don't care if it's six or seven pages front and back. You write it out every, every single word. Then you bring somebody in, and you read every single word to them. You don't try to memorize anything. You don't get up and stand around. You just read it to them, and you get some feedback. Then you take that every word, six or seven pages, and you break it down into 30 bullet points. No more than that, you can do less, but you break, so you try to combine four sentences into one, or a paragraph into one bullet point. Then you bring somebody in, and you run it through again. You don't get up, you just read off the sheet. You're not trying to remember anything, you're just, gonna, you're just gonna read it. So that's rep number two, you get some feedback, then you rewrite it, and you get it down to seven bullet points. And, uh, and then you kick everybody out, you get it to seven bullet points, and then using that sheet of paper, you do it by yourself, in front of the mirror, or in front of the dog, or whatever it is, and you try to complete the speech with just using the bullet points as guides. And then you get up in front of the group. So at minimum, you've had three reps even if you don't feel confident and it's not, you don't think it's all memorized, it's okay. It is amazing how smart your brain is and it will retain from those three reps and you writing it out and you making corrections that will get you prepared to go do your thing. Album one is done. Thank you for being involved in Content 12. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you soon.